Riley, I experienced an IRL side quest yesterday. Okay. All right. A full video game side quest. So yesterday, I had a driving test, which did not go well. Spoiler alert. Um, partially because I of this. I forgot about this. You texted me this yeah. yesterday and I didn't ask. I'm such a terrible friend. I'm so no, sorry. How no, did it go? Fine. And it actually went really, really well. And then I messed up right at the end. But that's, it's fine. Oh, like, uh, no. I've, I'm not very good at driving. I don't like driving very much. Mm-hmm. I'm also now at a point in my life where, you know, I'm very, very lucky to have a wife with a car who drives and live in a place where I mostly use public transport a lot of the time mm-hmm. yeah. or have the option to. So when you're 17 or 18, you get a car and locks a lot of opportunities for you, right? A lot mm. of freedom. That's not, it does not do the same thing for me at this point in my life. And I'm also just bad. I'm not good at it. Right. I think I, fi- I think I figured out where you're coming from here. I think, I think I, I understand. I understand. Yeah. Dennis was doing, as he, by his own admission, Dennis was doing really, really well on the driving test right until the end. In other words, right until he realized that he was going to pass and now would be responsible for his own travel and wouldn't be able to, be able to mooch off his wife the yeah. whole day. He just swerved into oncoming traffic. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. No, I was disappointed because it does cause me anxiety, dude. I don't know why. It's Driving doesn't cause me anxiety. Not having fit, got my driver's license causes me anxiety because it's just something to do to get through and done with. And I'm just like, yeah. oh, I just want to cross it off. Yeah. But that is not the interesting part of my driving test. So, Riley. Hmm. I started my driving test. Uh, first yeah. of all, I left the test center immediately. Just two dead foxes in the middle of the road. Very sad. Okay. Um, uh, I don't know if Obviously, they were... It sounds like someone fi- failed their driving test in a very spectacular fashion there. I would say so, yes. But we're driving around, yeah, driving around this estate. And a woman standing outside of her house waves us down in the car. Hang on, like, this, is while you're si- this is while you're sitting your test. Yes, but the driving driving test instructor guy is sitting in the passenger seat. So is this a is this a test? Is it sorry? Obviously, it's a test. Is this part of the test? Is maybe no. what I'm thinking? He's like, do I? What do I do here? So and it was it was genuinely you know when like in Red Dead Redemption when what, you have, you get one of those scripted events. Yes, yeah. It was there's like a, that. a wagon. Was, oh, there's a wagon. Its wheels fallen off. Or yes, yeah, something like she that. was yeah, standing yeah. on the side of the road waving. Yeah, and the instructor was like, oh, I. I, he he was truthfully he was very accommodating, but yeah. I kind I would have kind of expected him to take a little bit more charge of the situation and be yeah. like, look, we're in the middle of the test, you shouldn't stop, or it could be mm. an emergency, you should stop, or something. Either mm. would be fine. He so did, what did he do? He did neither. I was pardoned upon in the driver's seat for this entire exchange. This was a hundred percent. She was a plant. This was stage, she was 100%. not because dude, we pull was. over, we pull over, mm. and she's like, "Hi, could you help me?" And I go, "Okay." And she goes, she was a very frail old lady. Very okay, shaky. Okay, so at this stage, you've given me the information. This was like a side quest out of a video game. So her basement was filled with rats. Rats, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, she couldn't get her front door open to her house. Oh. Because to, she had to like, it was one of those awkward ones where you had to like jiggle the handle and then yeah. turn the key. And she yeah. just lacked either the dexterity or like the fine motor strength to do yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, that's very sad. And... I popped the house out and I looked at the instructor and I was like, what am I, I was like, what should I do? Right? Yeah. Yeah. And he was like, you don't have to help. Um, and it, and just he kind of froze up. What? He completely froze up. And I was like, I'm gonna help. And he was like, Okay, I want to be clear, you don't have to. And I was like, I would not feel good about not helping. What do you mean you don't have to? What? What kind of thing what kind of a statement is that? I popped the hazards on, I got out. I went up to her door, took her key. You don't have to help people if they need you to. You know that. Jiggled you it. You know that, right? Jiggled it, opened it, let her in, got yeah. back to the car. 
Yeah. And um, I was like, is there a box for that on the yeah. on your sheet? And he's like, no. He's like, you get some. He was like, no, good on you. But he, I was, I was, I was disappointed in him. Yeah, I would, I, I think I would have understood if he was like, look, we really can't stop for stuff like this. It's a, it, 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 it caused a bunch of admin. I'm sorry. Hopefully, yes. someone else will come along and help her. Yeah, I wouldn't yeah. have agreed with that, but I would have understood. From a bureaucratic standpoint, it's yes. like, all right, he's just, he's just doing like he's, he's, he's doing his job. There's he feels policy, like he, he feels yeah. like his hands are tied. Okay, again, yeah. I wouldn't have agreed with that, but I understood. He did nothing, and made it completely my decision. And I Why did. Oh my goodness, this guy! Why didn't he get out and help her? I don't know. But instead, he turns to you and says, "You don't have to help her." He just froze. He just okay. froze. All right. Um, so even though I didn't pass the driving test, I, I was, I very, I was very happy to have been able to help an old lady. But it was. It was so strange. I felt so bad for her because she was, I couldn't tell if she was just, you know, elderly and struggling as a result, but she was a little confused, clearly very frail. I don't know how she usually gets into her home. You know, I don't know if this is the first time this has happened. Yeah, I wonder what's going to happen next time. Hopefully she's got someone that she can call and be like, hey, I, 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 yeah, yeah. well, brother's not going to be any good. Well, maybe, I don't know, it could be a younger brother. Brother's brother's going to be the same age as her. He's going to come over and have the same problem. But yeah, I feel like, what would you have done? Would you? Have, I feel like you would have been. Are like, you kidding? I would have. I would have absolutely gone. And I would have. I would have. I would have helped her bloody rehang the door. Yeah, I was stuff the driving test. Stuff this idiot in the in the in the passenger seat who, who can't. Who, you know, well, can't yeah, like, shit from shoe polish. I I pulled over because there was an old lady flagging me down inside of her house. I was like, this could be like cat and a dog in a burning building vibe. Yeah. You know, stuff yeah. that is more important than my driving test, right? Yes. Yeah. Um. But it was so bizarre. It was such a proper like side quest, yeah. and you get the little honor tick up for helping the yeah, old lady. Yeah, I was gonna lady. say, what what did what, you get? How much XP? Yeah, no, no XP. But I I went I went up two honor points. Um, oh, nice. You, you yeah, can't cool. go down honor points if you hit her with the car and steal her shopping. Though. <laughs> but there is the walk. But you look at the walkthrough later on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there is a gun that you can only get if you steal the shopping and get the note in it. So you know, it depends. You, you, it depends on how much you care. Oh, so it like <laughs> unlocks unlocks different loot. Uh, yeah, exactly. in, in the in the post game or whatever. So there's oh, okay. other ways. There's other ways to make up the honor. So it's not that big of a deal. Well, it sounds um, like the NPC coding is absolutely terrible anyway, because the, that that the, guy just sitting there and not giving full, any meaningful dialogue he went trees. Full oblivion face on me, just staring at me like no emotions. Nothing, which is what he's supposed to do for the driving test. But I, I, I felt like this superseded the 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 kabuki theater of the si- of the of the test we were doing. Right? Is he just in this space where like they're not allowed to give you advice or help or anything? Right? They can't tell you what you can and yeah, can't but do. I, I, I'm not allowed to help. What anybody? You know, if yeah. we come across a car accident, <laughs> you're not allowed to help. <laughs> No, his boss is really clear. Listen, you've got to stop giving the candidates help. Like you, we've talked to you about this before. You can't help the candidates. And they're having a heart attack. You can't mention CPR. Uh, Sorry, I can't, no, tell, I can't tell anything. Sorry, there's no, there's no, just, there's nothing I can do to help you. Unfortunately, it's can't do more of my job's worth. You know. Oh my goodness. Have you ever had that sort of like? I, I don't want to say like help a cat out of a tree or or a, out mm. of a burning building, but that sort of help us. Have you ever had to use like an emergency? You know training or knowledge in any capacity uh, not really it wasn't so much an emergency but there was a lady one time on the side of the road i was riding past my bike and mm-hmm. um she stopped me and asked if i knew how to change a tire because her tire was okay very slight questy she had all the stuff out of her boot like the jack and the wrench or whatever it's called you can tell that i'm not the best yeah person you were not the best person down. i really like. wasn't <laughs> But there was basically no one else around. And I was like, well, if I don't help her, I don't know who will. So I said to her, like, yeah. I don't really know what I'm doing, but I can have a go. Right. Mm-hmm. So I got a little jack up and I like, uh, you know, I jacked off her car a little bit. And then um, mm-hmm. that's what it's called. 
right? That's what it is, yeah. You jacked yeah, it I off, think yeah. So. Jack, jacked off the car. Um, and then got that thing that's shaped like a T or like an X, right? Like a, yeah, a cross you, thing. Yeah, you spin it into... Do, do, yeah, yeah, and you put it in the in the thing. Oh, this, this, is, this, is this is not yeah. our, our area. <laughs> <laughs> and there were oh, the, the nuts or the bolts, whatever they are, with the hexagonal heads. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I took all them off and I put the tire on then i put the uh, put the spare tire on and um put the hexagonal things back on and then i jacked on the car and um and, and put the stuff away and, and did it. And, and she was very thankful which you know was i didn't i didn't get any loot out of her or anything which is fine obviously you just grind it's just like xp that i guess you grind or whatever yeah. stuff like this um but it did it did fill me i guess it was probably a game made by ea because it did fill me with a sense of pride and accomplishment Oh yeah, very much so. It, it actually really did because I'm not the sort of person I didn't think I could change a tire, and I was just like, I'll have a go because otherwise you're just going to be stuck here. Mm-hmm. But I gave it a go, and I was I was quite proud of myself that I got it on. I um I remember we were driving past once, and there was a woman on the side of the road just covered in blood. That's a um, fun thing for you to say. Wow, that really is some Red Dead Redemption type. Uh, yeah, okay. Um, now there was someone with her, but I got out and ran over. Um, someone with a, a dead corpse oh, yeah. that she some, had just some, that she had just completely her, holding, de- a, holding, a, holding a shovel. Yeah, no, I ran over. <laughs> she um, just completely exsanguinated. Yeah, go on. And she was an older woman who had who had fallen while like walking or running and had like busted her nose up. Oh, that's sad. And she was okay, and someone was helping her, and we were like, "Hey, yeah. is someone coming?" Yeah, all this kind of stuff. So it was all right, but yeah. um, it was just really scary to because I've done when I you know used to work in a hospital and stuff. I've yeah. done like first aid, the whatever like the upper level of first aid training. Is Nikki's done it too because she's been in scouts. Uh-huh. It's one of those things you never actually think about having to use. Yes, yeah, and and boy, but then like you you feel like you have the like the Hippocratic oath deal of being like, oh, I yeah. I, I have to try and help. This I know person. I know I can do something to help, so I need to try. Yeah, it's scary. Have you ever done the CPR training or anything like that? No, so as a teacher, it's interesting because um, a lot of teachers will advise you against getting first aid, CPR, or any of that kind of certification because apparently, and I, I will say, I've never actually looked this up to confirm it, but I've been told by multiple different teachers that it, it massively increases your liability. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, well, to do CPR correctly, I'm not sure if it's. I'm sure it's worse on a child. Yeah. Um, but on an adult, you're supposed to crack ribs. Yeah. Like. But and even it, even as a first aid trained teacher, first of all, it gives you a bunch of extra responsibility. For instance, whenever you go on an excursion or a field trip, there has to be at least one um, first aid trained teacher going on the trip. So it means that you'll often get pulled out of your own class if they have a shortage. It's like, oh, no, Riley's, Riley's first aid is so he can go. Like, they'll pull you out to do that. And that's just a huge pain in the bum. Mm. Um, but then... That's not really a reason not to do it because obviously it's a useful skill to have. And if it is the difference between saving someone's life and not, then obviously it's good to have that. But apparently, and I, again, I haven't looked this up, I don't know, but apparently it does increase your legal liability enormously because if you can help and don't, or if you can help and do it incorrectly or something like that, that maybe this is just an American thing. It sounds like an American thing. I do remember I don't hearing know about a law. True, I, thought it was, I thought it was China or something, but I, maybe it is some, some, some states do yeah. have a law that punishes you for like, for like bad Samaritaning, right? For like um, not for like not calling for, them on one when you should for not offering help when you can. No, I think yeah, that's a good. I think that's just called Good Samaritan laws. You have to offer. No, I, think the good, aid I, think, I think the Good Samaritan law is one that protects you from someone suing you for like breaking their. Oh, rules. I see. Okay, actually, that makes more sense. Yeah, but there okay. is another one that is. I remember, like, it's like a by, it's like a bystander law that like that right. put, that where you you can be you can be charged for willfully doing nothing. Right. Okay. Um, but then which I, think I, I agree yeah. with. Yeah, I, I do agree with that. But then I think about like, if if I were in a position to where I could have helped someone and you know offered assistance in a medical emergency, 
but didn't because I just couldn't be bothered getting first aid trained. Then I think, how much moral culpability do I have in that situation? I don't think it's zero, so maybe I should get first aid trained. I remember, so do you not have to do it in secondary school? I had to do first aid training in secondary school. No, no, not no, at all. We, got, no, we, we, we put condoms on bananas, but we never, we never like... Oh, they, they just gave us dildos. <laughs> oh, actual? <laughs> yeah. Really? Yeah, they're like, here's a dildo, here's a condoms. About that. Okay. Um, but it was, I think it was, it was funny because I, if I recall our... Um, I think our um our like it was SPHE sexual personal health education or something. I think our yes. teacher was was uh, lesbian, so she was like, "Look, I'm gonna love with you. Condoms are not my area of expertise, so <laughs> we're gonna okay. learn together." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Oh dear, it'll be a learning journey for everyone. Yeah, exactly. But no, we had a class where you had to do first aid on a dummy, you know, with the, the little thing. And I remember our the PE teacher who was doing this was like, "Okay, I'm gonna I'll be honest, kids, you need to push really hard. However hard you think yes. you're supposed to be pushing." push harder than that right he's like really like uh, shoulders over your wrists really put your weight dead and you are need to pushing on this person's sternum and ribcage so hard that their lungs deflate and then inflate right like it's or that you're pumping heart and the blood out of the heart and you're i have heard the thing about like cracking ribs before yeah, so i guess to. i guess there's Two probably some truth to that yeah so yeah. i i started doing it and he was like remember harder not not you know there's no such thing as too hard and i pushed so hard that the dummy slid out from under me and the he- and it flew- the bottom part of it flew onto the floor and its head came off. And he was like, <laughs> and if that, if that and he was like, he was like, he was like, okay, that's probably too hard. <laughs> I just like the idea that ah oh, yes, now that is a fully that is completely realistic. Uh, that that, is, that will happen if you do this in real life. So just be very careful, you know. Be very careful. Like, decapitation, yeah, yeah no. Yep. But I couldn't. Be- I, I, the part that shocked me the most, coming back to the driving test, was that the instructor had, seemed to have no agents, and he's just a guy. I understand he froze. He didn't know what to do, just as much as I didn't. But in a situation where I feel like he holds all of the cards, yeah. I th- I feel like it was should have been on him to be, be like, he, like I said, I would have accepted if he was like, we can't stop. I'm we can't help. I'm sorry. Yes, you wouldn't have liked it, but you would have accepted it. Yeah. But you, what, I didn't, what I didn't even think about is why didn't he get it? <laughs> That's that's that was my question. He's yeah. the one who's like in charge in that situation, right? Correct. I just um I just don't know why he um sorry, I'm really distracted because Megan's in here. What's happened? Megan's walked in and I don't not sure if she's tried doing it on purpose, but she, it looks like she's trying to actually like distract me and make me break here. What's the problem, Megan? <laughs> Why would I need an Allen key? She's brought in Dennis. I'll describe what happens. She poked her head around. So she does this quite often, right? She uh-huh. poked her head around the door and she was kind of like trying, making eyes at me and like trying to make an eyes at you. Here we go. Hold up. Yeah, on the podcast. And obviously I'm recording. So I'm like, no, no, I'm going to find professional. I'm going to focus on this. But then she came in and she's like creeping up to us in, in a dressing gown and she holds out an Allen key in a bag, right? I'm like, I'm, I don't Why know what this the bag? is. I'm like, I don't know why it's in a bag. But it's in like one of those little Ziploc bags, like a little, like a, the bag that you'd see someone carrying a very small amount of cocaine in, right? Anyway, <laughs> she holds this out to me, brandishing it to me, as though I'm a mind reader and know what she wants me to do with it. So I don't know. So she gets my phone and writes a little message in the um no, in the text box in the in the mm-hmm. thing. And what was the message? What did she write? Do you need an Allen key for tuning? Do you need an Allen key to tune a guitar? And this no. is apparently, Dennis, this is apparently such time sensitive information. This is apparently the information that she needs to know here and now, right? So, two things. So, hang on, what are you what selling? Can- you're selling the Allen? Wait, one second, Dennis. You- <laughs> Megan says she's about to sell it. What are you about to sell? The Allen key or the guitar? The guitar. If I wanted to know if the guitar needed the Allen key. 
what so you don't put it up and when someone replies to me like oh does it come with its allen key you go i don't know my boyfriend's recording a podcast i'll get back to you i don't think i don't think the allen key has anything to do with the guitar dennis has some questions dennis what do you what do you need to know one, why One. do you need to tune the guitar necessarily before you sell Why it? do you need to tune the guitar, right? You can tune, you can sell the guitar un, untuned. Okay, yep, yep. Two, That's number two. Um, do you need an Allen key to tune a guitar? Is a, That's a Googleable question. Yeah, also, Dennis has a great question. Why don't you just Google it? Do you need an Allen key to tune a guitar in Google.com? No. That's like saying, do you need a ham sandwich to tune a guitar, by the way? This is a different tool. It doesn't, I'm completely unrelated. I don't, yeah, I'm not, listen, Megan's a very special lady, right? She's a very special lady. She's very special to me. Um, and I guess she just wanted to. Can you please, is she in the room? Is, is Megan She just wanted to have a chat. Yeah, she's here. She's here. She's can you please, can you please hand her wiping the, the tears and, from us. and ask her to demonstrate how she would tune a guitar with How it? do you think you would tune a guitar with an Allen key, Megan? Allen key to take it apart. <laughs> You're fixing the guitar. You know how you have to take apart a guitar every time you want to tune it, Dennis? Is that what she said? Yeah. If she said, um, let's, you, okay, you know, let, maybe you need the Allen key to take apart a guitar. To, to, let's, accept, so can, let, let's accept that. How yeah. do you, please demonstrate how you'll use the Allen key to take apart the guitar. So how, are you take, how are you taking a guitar apart with an Allen key? I don't know. Seeing it screws out. <laughs> <laughs> take the screws out that hold it together. Yeah. Yeah, and, then, well, and then and the strings, the strings are still strings are still attached to the head and to the yeah. <laughs> to the body of the guitar. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's how you do. It. You have to stretch out the you have to stretch out the strings while the neck is atta- de- like detached from the body of the guitar. I'm so sorry, Dennis. I was trying to hold it together while you were talking about the CPR doll and everything. Oh no, I understand the life and death situation which I helped an old lady back into her home. <laughs> oh, much less critical than um. Than, than Megan finding out whether you have to tune a guitar with an Allen key or not. And I just I, like the idea that she's putting this thing up for sale now. She can't possibly edit the listing later to, to, to or, or just answer people's questions. Now, is the Allen key included with the guitar? Or, I would say uh, just put Allen key included and leave it on to them to be like, what, do I need that? Like, yeah, there are going to be that... people who are like, wait, I've been playing a guitar without an Allen key all these years and I've been doing it incorrectly? And then just gaslight them if they ask. No, it's, it's, not, it might have been, it's actually an acoustic guitar. Yeah, so that, that's why that's not key. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, what, what did I? Sorry. What didn't I know about? Guitar? Anyway. Clear, it's a Gibson, actually. I don't know if that. Um, it's, so that's why it has the Allen key with it. You know, I stand. Anyway, you're absolutely right to wonder why this driving instructor didn't do. It. He he should have been the one to say what was happening in that situation. And his comment saying to you, "You don't have to help," implying that he doesn't want you to. That to me is baffling. I think he was trying to clarify that I would not be penalised for not helping if I felt. Oh, like good. It was oh, that's good that your driving test doesn't have a moral component to it. Yeah, I don't know, dude. It was pretty wild. I'm not gonna lie. Anyway, you didn't pass. I'm so sorry to hear it. What was the thing that actually um that got you the the big fat F? Oh, I just drove too far um to an intersection that had a filter light in it, so I was past the point. Um, by the time I was at the point where I would actually be turning, the filter light had come off, so I yeah. couldn't you know reverse back. But I could. I just basically I should have stopped earlier when the when the when it was flashing, and I overshot, and I was stuck in an intersection. So I had yep. to like pseudo run a red to get out of it. Do you know what I mean? And so was that one of those ones that's like an oh, auto it's an fail. instant instant fail. Yeah, because yeah. there are some that like you get a you get like a three strike. Oh yeah, there's a bunch. Situation. There's a bunch of that stuff. But yeah, no, this but, is like a te- this is technically illegal. Um, but it's one yeah. of those pra- it's one of those practical things where like I should yeah. have stopped earlier, yeah. but now now that I haven't. Yes. You know. I have to do the wrong thing to get out yeah, of the street. Yeah, you know what I mean? It's, it's got to get worse before it gets better. Yeah, I don't feel too bad. I don't feel that bad about it. Uh, it's it's frustrating in like, a, oh, I still have to do it again in like two months or whatever. Well, I was going to ask, when do you get another chance? Oh, it's like, it, it, it takes like two months. Oh, jeez. And how much does it cost? 
Oh, it's it's like seventy quid, I think. So it's oh, not it's not, it's not nothing, but it's not it's not the end of the world. Seventy euros. Oh, geez, must be nice. Must be nice. It's seventy euros. It's just a pocket change for you, Dennis. We better refill those coffers so you can afford your your next driving test. Very nice. Yes, please. Got some ads. So I've just got back from Barcelona. Mm-hmm. Um, got in technically yesterday at time of recording, one a.m. Um, yesterday morning. Had a great time, although I'm absolutely shattered. Um, mm-hmm. traveling is traveling is exhausting. It's really, really just so tiring. Because you, I'm one of those travelers. Like, like, I feel like I can't have a day off. Like, I'm not, I'm not a go to a resort and sit by the pool for a week. I'm like, well, no, yeah. let's go and see every explore, explore a city. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but I was over in Barcelona for the professional tour of Magic the Gathering, a Deckmaster game. Well, well, it actually sounds a promotional tour. Oh, dude, I ran that line by William Huey Jensen, the um, organized play like director or director yeah. of, of OP. He did not care for it. He did not find <laughs> it very funny. William Huey Jensen oh, is no. a man with a sense of humor with about as much moisture in it, in it as Death Valley. You this would be guy- surprised, dude. Sometimes... Huey is v- Huey is actually hilarious, and I'm not joking. No, 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 no. I didn't say I didn't say it wasn't funny. I said his his sense of humor is very, very dry. He is one of he is has it, the, oh, one of the, very dry. Oh, yes, I see what you're saying. Yes, yes he has one of the driest sense of humors I've ever Correct. come across. And I ran this line past him, and he, he if looks could kill, I tell you what, he'd be doing fifteen to twenty. It was <laughs> <laughs> he did not care for it, man. Anyway, um, no, it was good. Saw a bunch of friends. Had a nice time hanging out at a fancy hotel uh, and then moved to a, uh, a hotel downtown with Hugo, a friend uh, who I don't think listens to this podcast. So I can tell you exactly how it was with him um, spending a couple of days exploring Barcelona. It was pretty good. I had a good time. Um, <laughs> yeah, that no, was good fun. We had uh, we had some interesting encounters, um, for instance. Any, any, any old ladies in desperate need of help? Actually... Hold up, what? <laughs> hey, this not come up earlier. <laughs> Hang on. I, I, I don't think that she would appreciate being called old, but a middle-aged lady, certainly, right? Mm. So we're back at the hotel. Um, we're getting ready to go out for dinner, right? Which in Spain, you go out to dinner at like 9 p.m. I'm yeah, I very don't. much a fan of this system. Oh, I I'm not. It. I'm not. I love it, dude. I do um, like So I like it. So when I grew up, we'd always go back to, to Bosnia in the in the summer. Mm. And we have our cousins who we would stay with who have like a farm and like a cow yeah. and stuff. And they would genuinely, old school siesta, go to sleep at half 12 or whatever. Yep. And till like half three or something. Love it. Absolutely love it. And then, yeah, have dinner at nine, have mm-hmm. breakfast at 5 a.m. and only sleep uh, for not, six, five you're, hours or whatever. You're, you're losing me. You're losing me on this part. Well, but we, uh, we, rest, we, we live in a farm. You have to get up early to do all the farm stuff, right? All the farm stuff. You have to go. So, and, yeah. But I feel like modern day people in Spain have retained yeah. the let's go, not go to dinner until 9 p.m. But yeah. they don't. They, you're not getting two hours off work to take a nap. Yes, you are. Are you kidding? Is, is that a thing that actually still is that a thing that actually happens? In any locally owned business, right? So you know, obviously, you know, your Taco Bell doesn't do this. You may, your your H and M doesn't do this. Or like, yeah, I was but, about to say, or a bank, but if it's a local bank, it probably does actually. But like at one point, Hugo, Hugo and I, so it was very hot. Well, it wasn't very hot. It was hot. It was like thirty two, thirty three. That's quite right? hot. Now and it's a hot. country. It's a country that is used to that, but that is quite hot. It, it wasn't hot. For, it wasn't hot for Barcelona, but it was hot yes. for you know this this. This very delicate and fragile French Canadian who I was about to say, where's know, Hugo from? That's the real killer, yeah, right? He's going out in minus twenty degree shorts in Quebec in Quebec City. Sorry, he's going at minus twenty degree weather in his shorts yeah, in exactly. Quebec City, right? Loving it. Anyway, so he he was struggling with the heat a little bit. He did very well, but he there was one afternoon he's just like I'm 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 
ruined here. It's too hot. So we tried to find a bar. Yep. Okay. Find this beautiful little bar. A, over an in, air-conditioned place, what to sit in. Yep. Exactly, right? Yep. We, we found this place had, had this incredible, um, like, homemade lemonade with ginger and mint in it. Oh, there's nothing more refreshing than a lemon-based, uh, like, not a sweet drink, but like a, a, tart a citrusy, drink? like, yeah, citrusy lemon bitter. Oh, blah, blah, blah. it was so are you, good. Are you, a, are you a San Pelli kind of guy, Riley? Oh, I'll have a San Pelli. I'll suck down a San Pelli, yeah. I had a San Pelli at lunch today, a lemon San Pelli, and I did, I did think of you. Yeah, they're nice. I like the uh, the what is it, the Aranciata Rossa or whatever it's called the, oh, the, the orange the blood one. orange ones the blood yeah, orange ones. they're, they're, they're really they're, good yeah they're really really good yeah I love a sand I love a sand I'll suck down a sand pelly anyway so we went to this um this bar at about four p.m. Mm-hmm. and sit down we get served and then half an hour later the guy's like hey we're closing <laughs> I'm like you're a bar you're a bar that's open at four like you 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 are open at four o'clock how are you not open for the rest of the day yeah. but no open close at four open up again at eight. That's wild. That, because, I, I love because it, man. Those, Honestly, those, I love it. But like right after what we would consider the end of the workday, five, yeah. that would that would, I would expect that to be some of the busiest hours for a bar, right? No. We we went out looking for dinner one night and we got somewhere we got somewhere at six thirty, right? And we're like, hey, are you guys open? They were setting up the chairs inside, <laughs> so they're like, come back in half an hour. Wow. So turning up to a Turning up to a Spanish restaurant at 7 p.m. is the equivalent of doing it, you know, where you're at. Four at, at like four. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, but honestly, I loved it. I, I I think it's a fantastic way to live. Um, having a little having a little siesta in the afternoon. Uh, I wish it were normal in more places because I I think I'd just be I think I'd just be all about it. And it's beautiful as well. I mean, this happens in Australia, but like walking through the evening air, you know, it's 20 degrees, 25 degrees at night and just walking through I do like, I do love I, I do love, love that, that. A, a, a late bright night I'm a big fan yeah. of yeah yeah and even even Should when the sun has gone down you know in, in Barcelona the sun was like down at 10 but but Hugo and I are walking through the gothic quarter you know there's like festoon lights and there's um, flag flag things zigzagging across little alleyways and there's mm. bars open that sort of stuff and it sounds very I don't know Instagram nonsense sort of yeah inst- but yeah it, but it was almost, yeah. it was really really lovely. It was really really nice. Uh, one night we went and had um, some paella because we're not. I'm not a hugely adventurous eater, but he was like, "Let's just try some paella." So we found we found a place that did chicken paella because I'm not eating sea mm. bugs. Um, and we went in. This place had very good reviews. Tiny tiny little place. Uh, went in, got a seat. Air conditioner was broken. Holy Oof. moly, was Oof. it hot? Oh boy, was it hot in there? Was there was there any airflow at least? No, dude. There was like Ooh. one fan, but it was pointing as it should have been at the bartenders. Uh, and I- yeah, I mean, I get it. You know, they're there all day long. I appreciate that. Exactly. Yeah, but more than a couple of people came in. Like air conditioner's broken. But this is one of the reasons we could get a seat. Right? The place is heating. Yeah, that's true. It's, actually, it's, yeah. it's July in the in the most popular tour- touristy area and one of the most popular cities in the uh, in on the continent. Right. Um, one of the reasons we could get a seat. Was because yeah the air condition was broken and I could put up with a thirty three degree heat or thirty eight degree heat or whatever was inside it was great I had a great trip anyway this lady right so before going out to dinner the, the payer dinner mm-hmm. Hugo and I are hanging out in the uh, in the bedroom getting ready putting our shoes on whatever else when, opening that with just Hugo and I hanging out in the bedroom and introduces a vibe that I was not expecting on this oh, but yeah. I understand what you mean oh yeah yeah um, but uh, we heard a banging from down the hall so you were hanging out. <laughs> And not just a banging, but a shouting as well, a hooting and a hollering. Um, Ooh, a, ho- a, sounded, full, a, f- a full brouhaha. It sounded, oh, there was something going on. This lady, it was a lady's voice just yelling. We couldn't understand. It was too, she was too far away to, for us mm-hmm. to hear what she was actually saying, right? But we could hear that she was yelling and she was not having a good time. Banging the door, you know, like um, 
almost as if she was trying to like not knock it down, but essentially force open a door. Yeah, just throwing herself against it, it sounds like. So I immediately think, right, it's a couple, they've had an argument, she has been locked out of the room or something like that, mm-hmm. and she's now clamoring to get back in. I don't super want to get involved yeah. in someone else's business. Right? No, but there's, the, but I understand you also probably feel a little bit of obligation, right? But I was like, well, maybe I should go and look at it. So I looked at it, she goes, like, yeah. oh, what is it? So, like, I finished putting on my shoes, and it's only getting noisier and seemingly, like, higher-pitched, more desperate. So, I'm like, okay, well, I definitely have to go and have a look. Anyway, open the door. So you, no and one's there. Was it in Spanish? You, could, you, you couldn't make anything Could, you Couldn't saying? understand. Couldn't yeah. understand. Okay. That's open hard. the door. No one's there. In the corridor, up and down the corridor, no one's there, right? But there is this mm. enormous banging and rattling coming. I'm like, where? Like, where is it? Is this? Is it the floor above us? Like, and I'm like, no, 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 no. It's, it's not, right? So I go down the corridor and I know trying to that, triangulate the, the source. Well, that's of this it. Thing. And I know I get I get close to one of the doors, and as the noise approaches and I get close to the door, I notice that it is rattling back and forth very slightly. Right, it's a heavy mm. hotel door. It didn't have much room to move, but I could see that it was moving. And there was a key in the lock. Right, and okay. on the other side of this door, someone was shouting something, and I didn't really, I didn't understand. It was, it wasn't in English. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm like, what is going on? Like, what, what, what is, what has happened for this person to have be? Have they broken the key in-, in the lock and they're trapped inside? Well, I was like, well, I'm just, gonna, I'm just going to find out here. So, yeah, the way that it worked is that it had an electronic, you know, like an electronic key card, and that got you through yeah. the front door of the hotel. And then you had an old-fashioned, like, metal key that went into your... I say I've said just a, I've, just a I've, normal metal key. I don't right? know. I've said, I've said at hotels before that we have a metal key to get into the room, and it does feel very old-fashioned. I think yeah. that was an appropriate <laughs> yeah. choice. Yeah. It feels... It feel, for some reason, that feels so much less secure. Than, like, an electronic... Uh, yeah, even though it probably do-do-do-do. objectively yeah. isn't, right? Yeah. But this was just a key like you'd use in your house, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But what they did was they, very cleverly, the hotel, they attached one to the other. So the the electronic key card was like a massive key ring for your mm-hmm. room door. So a clever system, except for this poor lady who had opened her door oh, no. with, the, with, the, with the lock, with a key, opened the lock, uh-huh. dragged all of her suitcases inside and let the door close. And you could not, apparently, open the door from the inside we didn't test it, but you couldn't open it from the inside either when the key was in the lock or you just couldn't open it from the inside without the key, right? That's crazy. I think it was the fact that it had it was in the lock, right? Because apparently right. she couldn't turn the door handle. So I don't know what it was. In any case, she couldn't open the door. And I tell you what, okay. she was bloody trying. But this poor woman, it gets worse, right? So you said, but you made it sound like there was two voices, right? Or did I imagine, did I add that narrative because you said it was- No, a, because I, I said, oh, maybe it's a couple fighting. Maybe we could we could only hear the person that, in but the that, corridor. That would, my, that would be my assumption too. But yeah. it sounds like you've happened upon, this is some horror movie stuff, dude. This is like from PT. You've walked past a room and the door yeah. is rattling and there's someone yeah. unintelligibly yelling. Now, yeah. usually it's because they're speaking in tongues or something like that because they're just speaking in Spanish. You speak Spanish. But well, <laughs> maybe, maybe I'm the fool then. Maybe I'm the guy, the idiot in the horror movie who would have been ripped limb from limb because I did open the door instead of like, well, I'm not going to go in there obviously yeah, <laughs> obviously yeah. there's foul demons and and, and beasts no you had no. To, you had to you had to help no I, obviously i opened it and and i opened to this tear-streaked face of this poor woman right mm. who was clearly in a panic right bags strewn around the floor around her as she was like beating trying to beat this door down from the inside right and she's saying something it, it, when the door opened i could understand it was french now luckily this, we had hugo on hand right french canadian right french canadian 
So, so he could, 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 So were you with him at the time when you were finding this room? Because surely he could have sent her through the door. I would have thought. So he was he was still in our room. I think he was finishing putting on his shoes or whatever, right? Also, so Riley, can, I know you yeah. don't speak French, but if she was yelling "Mayday, Mayday," that's on you. Like, I think you could have put that one together. <laughs> Honestly, look, I'm not I'm not trying to be too hard on it. It was it probably was unintelligible to a French person. Oh, she this was woman, this woman was in an absolute panic, right? And yeah. do you know why she was in absolute panic? Why? Because she was in pitch dark. Whoa! So well, I yeah, noticed when it, we came there, into the there, hotel. There, okay. The windows had the blinds yeah. down, right? And these these were proper... Like, the sun goes down pretty late in Spain, so I guess they mm-hmm. have the blind, blackout, like, proper blackout, blackout blinds, curtains, yeah. right? And this woman had come in, closed, the door had closed behind her, and she was in absolute darkness. Mm-hmm. And you needed the key to turn the lights on. So she's fumbling with the switch. It's this not turning this on co- hotel is designed like a joke. So the, the, no, the, like, it's so that's totally every, like there that's co- that, you that's know, you very the common. Key in that, you put the, the key in the slot, right? Right, but the, just like just the raw fire hazard of being able to lock yourself into your room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, if so you she's, if you go to somebody else's room with your key and jam the key in the lock, does their room is their door completely unoppenable? You know what, Dennis? I didn't test that. But I didn't could test you, that. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe, maybe if even if it doesn't turn, like I could put my key in the lock and then they're locked in. Yep, didn't think yeah. about that. Yeah. Anyway, so oh. she's in, she's uh, she opens the door. She comes down a little bit. She's speaking in French. I call Hugo over. They speak in their special language, and he explains to me that the woman had she'd done what she'd done. She'd walked in. She carried her bags. The door shut behind her. But then, just to really top this whole thing off, right? Mm-hmm. The her, her mobile phone was out of charge. Of course. Right? And she couldn't find the phone down to the reception to call them and say, like, hey, can you please let me out? Because of how dark it was? Because of how dark it was. So now, she's fumbling no over. Way, so, I mean, there has to have been a way to open the blinds a little bit. I think at this point, panic probably set in a little yeah, bit for this true. poor lady. I, 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 I'm, I'm really putting, not going to be too hard on her. I'm applying some, like, escape room logic here yeah. that I don't think, that I think in her position, especially if she, you know, maybe she's had a long flight and she's tired now as well. Mm. Yeah. I don't think maybe, uh, yeah, I'm applying some faculties to her that I don't think I would have had in her position. I think either. if you were thrown into a dark room. I'd be, I'd, I'd be at that window. Yeah, <laughs> you'd be straight out the window. Yeah. I know. Let me tell you, I, I, I would have bust that door down. We went to we went to Ocean Lawrence last night for dinner. Yeah, and we couldn't remember the the number of their apartment to like buzz to get in, right? Mm. And I I tried the door in case the door because I remember which I remember how to get get to it. I was like, oh, you go upstairs once, then it's on the left, right? Yep. But I couldn't remember which number it was. But then we. I pushed the door and I was like, mm, if I really try on this, I can open this door. You know what I mean? I know, I'm sure that I'm sure that I want me to do that, but like, worst comes to worst, I'm, I'm I'm coming in all the time. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Uh, so I, I think I think trapped in that room might leverage might leverage the the size buff, and I might be able to get through. You I'm could have even done the Kool Aid Man thing and just burst into the oh the, yeah adjoining into room, the adjoining right? room. The adjoining yeah. room, like, hey, sorry, I can't get out of my room. Yeah, this bathroom wall feels feels a little flimsy. <laughs> just. Oh, that's the anyway, poor woman though yeah this poor woman but uh no luckily hugo was there to like kind of calm her down as well because they could obviously speak french so uh, together so that was it, it was fine um but not yeah not the sort of holiday not the start to her holiday uh that i'm sure that uh that she was hoping for there i'm sure she wasn't no i i hope it improved a little bit from uh from that point but apart from that um i'm happy to say that our um our time in barcelona was actually rather unremarkable and that's exactly what i wanted i didn't really want to 
huge but you're on a work trip, right? You weren't, yeah. looking for an, you weren't looking for an adventure, right? No, 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 no. I was just looking to hang out um, and, and, and you know, explore the city, city a little bit, hang out with my friend. Oh, dude, i got to tell you what this burger I had. Oh, my goodness. I think, and this is not a Dennis Stranjak call. This is not like the, you know, the, mm. the hyperbole that you'll often bring to the table. I think I had the best burger that I've ever had in my entire life. Okay. So, we went to this restaurant called Goiko, right? You can go online and look at the menu, Goiko, G-O-I-K-O. And, oh, my goodness. So, they do all these different types of burgers. They've got normal burgers. Whatever. I didn't bother with any of them because one of the burgers, Dennis, mm-hmm. is burger bun. Yep. Two chicken burger things like chicken breasts, whatever it is, right? Mm-hmm. Bread or bread? Oh, I'll come. Oh, I'll come to that, Dennis. Okay. Oh, I will. I will come to that. Then a bit of cheese on the top. Then, then the bun. So you're thinking already. Well, hang on. Where's the lettuce? Where's the onion? Where's the tomato? Yeah. Any sauces involved? No. Didn't need any of them because the chicken was breaded in onion and bacon bits. Oh, I don't know if I like that. Oh, dude, it was next level. It was out of this world, and they served. Um, like lemonade slushies or passion fruit flavored slushies as well. Okay, yeah, all right. Holy moly! I would eat there every day if I could. I couldn't I- believe how we went twice because I went once and I was like, "This isn't good enough. We need to go again." He goes like, "Can we not go like two nights in a row?" And I was like, "Fine." That happened the to night, me when I went. The night that we leave, we're going back. I went to Malta for work a couple weeks ago, and there yeah. was a burger place. Um, that was fu- it was just phenomenal. Like yeah. it was, it was Riley's. It was Riley's premium place. Yeah. In that, um, it was. Th- it sounds like exactly the kind of burgers you're talking about. Bit loads of chicken burger and stuff. You go in, you order on a QR code at the table. Food mm-hmm. just comes to you. Yeah, I hate that. You hate that. I thought. You, I, I thought. I don't. I thought. You're not one for human. You're not one for human interaction. I thought. I'm. I'm already becoming. You know, a boomer when it comes to stuff like that. I just want to. I want. I want a paper menu and a person I can talk to. Like I. I don't like the QR. Who code. are you? Okay. They did have one thing on the menu that I tried. Yeah. Um, because I had to. Because it was like. It was like. Would you like? You know. You get to the add-on section of ordering, right? Yeah. And it was like. Would you like? So we're in the sauce section. What are you expecting there to be there, Riley? I don't know. There's going to be like garlic mayo. There's going to be like yeah. tomatoes. Like, so there's going to be boring like, stuff. You, mustard, ketchup, all that sort of would stuff. Would you like yeah. mustard, ketchup, garlic mayo, or peanut butter mayonnaise? Peanut butter mayonnaise? I was like, what? And it was like our signature peanut butter mayo. And I no. Was like, I was like, no. well, I'm, well, I must try it. No, you mustn't. You don't need to. Dennis, in the words of that, in, in the words of that car, the, the driving instructor... You don't need to. You don't, you don't need to. You don't need to do this. It, and it was, let me tell you, dude. That peanut butter mayo riot, I dipped a chip in there, and ooh, baby, they were so preoccupied with whether or not they could, they yeah. never stopped. It was awful. Can I guess what it tasted like? Peanut butter and mayonnaise, man. There was no. Did it taste like peanut butter and mayonnaise? <laughs> it did, and I like so, both of those nah. things individually. Yeah. Oh yeah, great. Yeah, I like Vegemite and ice cream, not together. Yeah, I wouldn't eat. I wouldn't eat. Probably wouldn't eat peanut butter and chips. <laughs> No, get out of town. Awful. It was it was it was really bad. But I was well, but it was they were pushing it as their like thing. I was like, oh, maybe it's like a quirky nope, just awful. No, just awful. Um, well, can't say the same about Goiko. Ten out of ten culinary experience for me. Absolutely love that. Um, but apart from that, like I just really liked Barcelona. I love Barcelona. I've been there a couple I, times. Yeah, I really I just like it. really, really enjoyed it. It's just it's a, it's such a cool city. Uh, the Gothic Quarter is is beautiful to just just wander around in. Mm-hmm. Um, there are like parks and gardens. There are overlook like there are um, lookouts that you can go and like get a beautiful view of the city. Um, and it's hot. It's just so hot. It's so hot. 
And now I'm back in Scotland recording this podcast and it's 16 and overcast in the middle of summer. It's well, just like these people just going, don't you're know going the Italy in like, You're going to Italy in like 12 hours. So I'm going to cool. Italy in like 12 hours. That's true. I think less than actually. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. <laughs> How early did you get up? Like five. Zzz, no, I four, I think. I think we've got to be at the airport at five. That's yeah. That's her. That's oh, that's awful. I don't. Know. Yeah. Well, it's when I booked the we- tickets again, I took that approach that you you take with so often. You take so often. Oh, that's future Riley's problem, and I hate that guy. I hate that guy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's one of those things we talked about traveling earlier about how you know you have the young man you used to be living out of a suitcase, etc. Mm-hmm. Traveling is one of those things when you start doing it, and if you're in, if you're in the fortunate position that you and I are both, and we got to do it quite a lot, mm. um, it gets easier fast. You get into it, you get used yeah. to it, you get your routines down, and then yeah. it caps. And yeah. then it's all downhill yeah, <laughs> after yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like I'm very good at packing a suitcase. I'm very. Good. Yeah, I'm not yeah. one of those people. I'm not one of those people who's going. Hmm, do I take five French horns or six on my James you know, Keating weekend dude, holiday? To yeah, James Keating going through security. It is like a symphony of of efficiency. Yeah. He yeah. is putting his phone, headphones, keys, everything into zipped pockets in his yep. jacket. Oh, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. In yep, a yep, single yep. motion, turning yep. to take it off. He, but in, in the motion, he slips his backpack off his back. He's pulling everything with a lithium-ion battery out of yep. it, putting it. And then, mm-hmm. whoo, it is. Yeah, poetry it's like in motion. A, it's like watching a pickpocket. Yep. <laughs> it's, he's, he's, he's basically pickpocketing himself for the benefits of airport security. Yeah, he is, I suppose, technically pickpocketing himself. Yeah, yeah, it's good. Yeah. Yeah, you like that. You just know what you need to take. You know what you don't. You know where to go. You know, like, where to buy tickets. You just you just get a sense of, like, how things work. Um, Riley, talk then, about... F- oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, as you say, you just, you just hit a cap. You just get to a point where it's like... Well, you've learned all you're going to learn, this and then tra- you just get older and traveling. more tired. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, your, your energy bar depletes. Anyway, what were you going to say? Sorry. There is a pizza place that has just opened around the corner from us that I went to today to have lunch that I think mm. I would like to have with you when you come here. But well, I, have... I'm gonna I'm gonna be in Dublin. Well, we'll, we'll be recording the next episodes in Dublin. Next week's episode is going to be a little bit late. I'll, I'll have to that's true. be sure to, to edit this out when I put when I retroactively date the episode so it looks like it came out on time. But uh, yes, no, next week's episode will be out late because I'll be in Italy and then I'll be in Dublin and we're going to record in the meat space. But go on, yeah, what's this pizza place? So I'm curious your take on this. It's called Go Moorish ahead. Pizza. Would recommend it, but I've sent you the menu now in a Facebook message. So there are two sections that I want <laughs> you to look at. Oh, oh my goodness, that's there another is... thing you can tell you're getting old. You start making funny noises just to pick something up. <laughs> there are that's classic pizzas, which are just yep. fairly normal pizzas with toppings on them, right? Yep. As you can see here, there's a Hawaiian pizza. There's the already, American, not, which is just I, already. I'm getting annoyed. The name, like the names of some of these things on this menu. Like what? What is what the cat's ladder? What? Oh, I'll have a so, cat's ladder, please. These are all places in South Dublin. Oh, okay, that's fine. So, classic pizzas: Margarita, American Hawaiian, Romana, Pollo, Polo, and Veg Pizza. Gross. Um, but then but now, the Gary's, Gary's Gourmet, gourmet yeah, Gary's Gourmet Pizza, Quarry, Dylan's Park, Sorrento, White Rock, Forty Foot. Do I get Forty, 40 Foot? foot yeah. <gasps> Ooh, Forty Foot Pizza, crispy chicken, fresh chilies. Sliced potato, spring onion, red onion, sesame seeds, mozzarella cheese on a sweet chili base? Riley, you may Gary. this is a spice bag. Now, this is why I wanted so much. It's a spice bag pizza. <laughs> I was immediately called by the 40 foot. So oh, we had a spice bag pizza before. We had it the night yeah. before my wedding, as you recall. It was um, fine. I've it tried wasn't. this. This is really, this is the this is that gourmet is right. It's flavors. Oh, dude. Oh, I'm so horny for Gary's pizza. Gary's gourmet pizza. Get it in me. Oh, This mate. is maybe a four, four minute walk from. Oh, <laughs> so. Okay. Well, that's dinner sorted every, every night we're there. Are you kidding? Yeah, yeah dude. 
I'm not wasting my time with the cat's ladder. Roasted red pepper, mushroom, courgette, semi-dried tomato, goat's cheese, rocket leaves, and mozzarella cheese. And oh, basil pesto sauce. Tell you what, get everything off there except the the tomato, goat's cheese, and um, and mozzarella. Now we're talking. I have had one that one here that Nikki ordered. So what we did, which I think I appreciate, there was four of us. Yeah. We ordered four different pizzas from the yes, Gary's yeah, Gourmet yeah. section, quartered them all so we could all try other ones. There was a pesto. I, th- I think it was the cat's ladder one. It was very pesto forward. I don't like uh, pesto but, very much. Uh, it's it's mushroom. It's got mushrooms yeah. from courgette. Like get out of town. No, that, 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 40 no, foot, that 40 foot though. Oh, dude, I'm going to get all over that. I'm going to get all over that. Look forward to the next couple of episodes because that's all I'm going to be talking about is the 40-foot pizza that I had at dinner. Oh, my goodness. I just threw my I just threw my phone down on my on my digital audio thing. That's not good. I think we're fine. If you want I think broken, we're good. You cannot, so is that, is, that a, is that a tune now? Do you need to get the Allen key back? <laughs> I have to get the Allen key to retune, <laughs> retune my, uh, my stupid pre-sonus audio box USB 96. Um, are we finished? Is the podcast over? I think the podcast is over, Ryan. All right. Great job. Good hustle, everybody. Great work, team. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this episode of Have a Listen to This, your uh, weekly dose of bite-sized nonsense with uh, Riley Knight and Dennis Straniak. If you like the show, please tell your friends about it. If you didn't like it, I guess tell them anyway, but um, hopefully they download it and they like it. Or if they don't, those downloads show up just the same, to be honest. If you really like the show... You head to patreon.com slash have a listen to this and support the show. Get the show a little bit early as well as some other exclusive perks and, you know, help us keep the lights and the mics on over here. 